0: Welcome to the Water and Stone podcast. You are listening to episode number 142. Our Sunday worship service for November twenty-four, two 2019 is Behold. It is the first in the series, The Light. When we see with love, we find blessings in each moment. The signs are plentiful. So our scripture today, Luke 2, 12, let's say this one together. This will be a sign for you wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Now, you know this one. And I have to say that maybe we know it too well. I mean, here in the context of knowing what's going to happen next in the story, in the end of this movie, so to speak. And so, In the context of that, it's easy to sort of gloss over the the whole shepherd's part and the whole, this will be a good sign of great great glory for all the people and all that. It's easy to to just kind of gloss over that and say, okay, the introduction. It's like when you're running late for the movies, you go, it's okay, we're just going to miss the previews. No big deal. I'm still getting popcorn. Priorities. you know. It's easy to miss those things. But I have to tell you that Christmas happened without the prerequisites. Christmas is not just a story of something wonderful that happened a very long time ago, but rather for Christmas to happen in your heart and mine. you got to handle the prerequisites. You have to go to these places. For this story to not just be a story about something that happened in the past, but for it also to be a story about something that is happening in your heart. And isn't it time? for it to be a story about something that's happening in your heart you got to understand that the events and the characters and the situations in this story are also happening in you in a very real way you and i we are in that moment and you know the story because you've been to Sunday school and you know the story because Linus recites it in the Peanuts Christmas special you know the story you heard it somewhere It's that moment when the shepherds are out in the field. There's the angel, and it's so easy to go. You know, if I got to just, all I want to do is just talk to God. If God would just show up, I would get it. Everything would be handled. But as I have said, if you were wandering through the wilderness and you saw a burning shrubbery, what would you do? Your first thought be, "Oh, there's God." The shepherds see the angel. And the Bible says, and they were afraid. Too big. Too much. The angel says, don't worry. In so many words, don't be afraid. This is good news, guys. And in fact, I'm going to give you a sign. And I think that that is so funny because it's as if to say the angel isn't already That's a pretty big sign. Can't handle that but you see that's the beauty of the message and it's why we can't just gloss over it because what's really going on there is a message that you will get the sign that you you will get the sign that you can handle the shepherds could not handle the great big glory of the angel appearing to them and the booming voice in the wilderness and all of those Charlton Heston moments and so the angel says you know what i'm going to give you the humblest p- baby in a manger it doesn't get any more meek, any more humble than that. And one way or another, you're going to get the sign you're looking for. And if you turn me off right now, we got something. Because what I need you to know, I got more to say. What I need you to know is that you're going to get the sign that you're ready for. Life is a matter of getting ready for, for something bigger. Think about your life. How many times has there been some big giant thing? And maybe it scared us when you look true love in the face. That can be scary. When you realize that I'm an, I gotta jump from this dead end job or this toxic relationship, I gotta go. The sign is so big. Sometimes it can be scary. Think about your life. Sign, the equivalent of the angel in the sky, too much. Sometimes it took the little moments, the little signs, so that it's gonna be okay. Your life is a story of responding to one sign or another. And so the question that we must ask ourselves this Christmas is, what's it going to take? What's it going to take for me to just pay attention? For me to get the signs, hopefully the easy way. What's it going to take? Because think about it with me. If God is everywhere, just like we heard in Sunday school, if God is everywhere, then everything is a sign. The question is, whether it's big or small, the question is, am I looking? Think about the heroes that you've had in life. Spiritual or or business or sports or comic book, whatever heroes you've ever had, think about the heroes that you have came from maybe even more meager beginnings than you have known. More or less money than you have seen. More or less loving parents than you have experienced. The heroes you have have the same that you do. You have beautiful dreams just like they do. There's nothing different about the heroes that you have had and the heroes that you continue to have. You have exactly what it takes to be the heroes And when you think about the different kinds of heroes that you've had in your life, their qualities are very different. Not every hero is big and strong like Superman. Not every hero is wise and loving like Gandhi. Not every hero is this and that and the other thing. Different heroes have different qualities in your life. rich, full person, develop a rich, full pantheon of different kinds of heroes. Go looking for heroes. They'll make you a better person. But when you think about all of the different qualities that heroes have, I think one thing they all have in common. Knows it when they see it. They know it when they see it. Maybe my prayer this Christmas is not, God, make me big and strong and rich and powerful and popular and well-liked or whatever it is, thinner. (laughs) Instead of, maybe the prayer, the real prayer is, God, may I know it when I see it. Because I know you're here. (sighs) Open in me, just like the song says, an understanding heart so that I can see that you're here. That is the prayer. In other words, the hero is someone who can see the signs. And as we look down the barrel of Christmas and try to figure out how to hang on to it because it goes faster and faster every year, as we try to hang on to Christmas, maybe that's the thing to hang on to. God, can I be the kind of person who knows it when I see it? Can I be the kind of person who can see the signs for what they are? But you know that millions and millions of times. If you read your Bible, you know the Bible is full of those lessons where Jesus says, look guys, I'm telling you a parable because everything is a sign for something else. Everything represents something. It's the only way you're going to get it. I'm paraphrasing a little, but not much contain an allegory, the whole Old Testament is full of these wonderful stories that have to do with understanding that what's going on is a sign for something bigger, something deeper, a representation for something that's too beautiful to just put into literal terms. And you know just from the Bible, but you know about that because everything important in your life, love and art and truth and beauty and inspiration, your favorite song, your favorite dish, it doesn't happen on a literal basis, does it? We talk about this all the time because it is one of the things that makes us children of God, that you are more than the literal parts of you. So you're good at this understanding that, wait a minute, I know that everything that I encounter is a sign for something else. The call to is important. All I want is for us to take that even more seriously than we already do. Now look, it's easy to... Make fun, I guess, because I do it too. I'm guilty of many things, but one of them is looking down my nose at people who feel like to get a spiritual experience, they need special paraphernalia. You know me, I'm a keep-it-simple kind of a person. It's just you and God. And there's a commandment about don't have anything in between. Don't You know that stuff. You've seen the films. And it's easy for me to be because I'm kind of a smart aleck. There's another word I would use, but not in church. To sneer at that a little bit. I wouldn't believe in anything if it weren't for my luckiest. Or whatever it is. You know, that kind of stuff. And it's easy for us to go, you know, we don't really do that. And we don't have a lot of talismans and stuff. And and we're not scared of tarot cards because they're just little pieces of paper. And we're not scared of Ouija boards. Between Monopoly and Parcheesi at the toy department does not have any kind of spiritual power. Monopoly does have power. It has the power to irritate your family, but that's a separate issue. (laughs) It's at the golden calves. Because we know better, you know. And what we want is a pure experience. But I gotta tell you, when I encounter a breaking of that commandment about graven images, it's very seldom because someone has carved an idol out. It's even very seldom because somebody starts worshipping a a rock or a tree or a stick because we tend to know better. When I encounter the breaking of the commandment, what I encounter is when people think that all they are are bones and a mortgage. They make a graven image of themselves. They forget that there's something more than the outer thing. You want to uphold the commandment? You want to have a spiritual experience? Understand that you are a spiritual being. See yourself. Story as a sign for something bigger. You know, we're getting ready to talk about a birth story. Not yet. Not this Sunday. Coming up, it's the Christmas series. You know I'm going to get there. I'm not letting the cat out of the bag. But think of how every year on our kids' birthdays, Jenny Corners that child whose birthday it is. Whether they like it or not. And it has happened since the time they turned one. You know, every year, Jenny corners that kid on their birthday and tells them the story of their birth. And depending on the year, especially during the teenage years, right, they did not want to hear that story. They wanted to play with their toys or get out of here or get on the internet or whatever. Forces them to hear the story of their birth. And I think now, as you're older, it's, it's a beautiful thing, and you get it, maybe in a way that you didn't before, because your story, the story of your creation, is worth it. What if we just that? What if that was the thing? Beyond anything else, beyond peace on earth and goodwill towards men, beyond making sure that everybody agrees with us, or making sure anything else, what if we just got that moment where we said to people and really got them to believe, is worth telling, that you are a mythological being. You are more than hands and feet and money and obligations and a to-do list. You are a creature of legend. And your birth story is so special. See yourself as a being of legend. See yourself as spirit out picturing in the world and you open the door to something big. See the signs because you are a sign. That's what I'm trying to say. The truth is, (laughs) you don't have a choice because life will open you up and you know that. You get inspired by truth and beauty, so I challenge you to be the kind of person where something good happens, whether you get the raise or you get the good parking space all the way through Thanksgiving with an argument about whatever you saw on whatever news channel. See the good moments, not just as good moments, but as God trying to tell you something. There is that moment in the Lord says, you are my child in whom I am well pleased. That's not just a moment in history. That is God talking to you in every good parking space. And every moment where the doctor goes, I don't know, but you're okay. And everything in between. You want more of those moments? You deserve them. Decide to see yourself on that level. Decide to see the signs. But you know what? It also happens when you don't want it to happen person who can see the quote-unquote bad things as God happening when something good happens go it's awesome and thank you God but also what's God trying to tell me about what I am made out of and what I'm entitled to and what I ought to do next and when something quote-unquote bad happens deal with it ask for help all that stuff let yourself be loved when you need to be loved and all those things self-care but also be the kind of person that says what's the sign here What's the message? You know why? Because you don't want to keep repeating the same dumb situation again. The way to short-circuit that process is to go, okay, what's the sign? That's very different than saying, what bad thing do I deserve because I'm no good? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, where is the sign of my liberation? Because somewhere in the course of anything is God saying, you weren't meant for this, that's why it feels so funny. You don't have anything in common with it, let's get over it together. That's God talking. So be the kind of person that can find it. Be the kind of person who can open up, just like you're opening a Christmas present. I'm talking about? We are, as I say, like it or not, getting ready for Christmas. And you don't need me to say that. If you've been anywhere where they sell anything, you have seen a Christmas tree this week. Man, it's everywhere. And I love that. I'm a big Christmas junkie. I think it's wonderful. And it also makes me laugh when preachers like me will get up and talk about the quote-unquote war on Christmas when our whole culture hinges around it. There's no war on Christmas. You can't throw a stick without hitting Christmas. There's Christmas everywhere. There's no war on Christmas. If your biggest worry is whether or not your Lord and Savior appears on a coffee cup in exactly the way you want it, you are not oppressed. And maybe day about whether or not they said happy holidays or not isn't the most Christ-like thing you can do. <laughs> Maybe instead of us trying to get things our way, what if we just open up to the idea that there is a... is beyond our ego. What would Jesus do? He wouldn't complain about his latte. Come on. So... Here's a t shirt. It'd have to be a long one, but it's okay. Here's what I'm trying to say I have been saying be the kind of person who sees the signs, but understand that you are already doing that. You can't help it. You are already interpreting your life based on the inside. And you know that because you know very well that if you decide that the world is a terrible place, you will find examples and evidence to prove yourself right. If you decide that the world is a wonderful place, you will find examples and evidence to prove yourself right wherever you go. You are interpreting your life. The thing is, if you don't know it, you're interpreting based on your ego. If you do know it, you open up to interpreting based on something bigger than yourself. That's the catch understand that you are doing it kind of person that believes that the government's putting stuff in your water and the world is flat and there were no dinosaurs or whatever everything you see is evidence to that see that's what the conspiracy would say oh gosh okay fine have a coke you'll be okay don't drink the water have a when my son was small very long time ago he really wanted a toy gun Little boys, whatever, stereotype stuff, I get it. But you and I are. If you know me at all, you know that I don't even shop in a store if they sell guns. I won't buy anything from there because I'm really extreme and really weird about it. And I'm not judging anybody else based on their retail choices. It's just how nutty we are. And I get it. It's a pain in the neck. But our little boy wanted a toy gun real bad. We failed, right? I mean, immediately. Immediately, that was the first thing. And of course, being weirdo, extremist, parents, we no, violent about you being violent and angry. How dare you? Dumb, but we did it. And as a result, because he had that desire inside of himself, everything became a gun, a stick, a rock, a fork, a blow dryer, a bar, a soap. Everything became a toy gun no matter what we did, and you can try to oppress it and keep it down. And we caved, you know? But we decided to understand, well, why do you want this? And we realized it's not because he wants to hurt people, he wants to play ourselves a little bit. And the point is, if you've got this desire in your heart and head, you will interpret life based on that. So let us be the kind of people that look in a different place. Christmas goes by so fast, and I understand that some people kind of war on Christmas because what they're really responding to is there's this pressure in me to, to do it right. I don't want to miss it. It goes by faster every year. Like I said, I want to hold on to something and I know that it's more than presents. Every single movie on the Hallmark Channel, everything Tim Allen has done, everything I see, thank you, everything I see reminds me that Christmas isn't bought in a store just like the Grinch says. I know it, but I don't know how to attach to that. What does that mean? You want to hold on to Christmas. Remember the last time Christmas was magic for you. You want to hold on to Christmas. Learn how to see like a child. You want to hold on to Christmas. Be the kind of person for whom everything is brand new, and everything is special. You want to hold on to Christmas. Decide that it's not about your ego and how much you can afford. Decide it's not about you. It's about some unopened gift, some potentiality in this moment. Decide to be biased towards sweetness, to be biased towards adventure. Decide to see things in a different way. But I will warn you, that decision will ruin everything. I mean it. I'm here to tell you, important to be the kind of person where good things happen, see them as a sign. When bad things happen, see it as a sign. When you're listening to the radio, go, I really like this song. Why do I like this song? Ask the deep questions. This movie resonates with me because I've got something in common with the protagonist. Something's happening in me. Be the kind of person who asks the deep questions. Don't let it pass you by if you want to grow. But like I said, it will ruin everything. One time I had somebody come to me at the end of this class. My friend and I taught it, I coming at it from the ministerial point of view, and he was a Ph.D. in philosophy. And we taught a class together about how to watch movies and interpret the spiritual meaning. It was a great class. We had so much fun. And we watched movies you should not watch in church. There was some R-rated stuff going on beyond the boundary of something. And at the end of this class that, that my friend and I just poured ourselves into, this lady came up to me who had been a faithful student in all the classes, and she said, I just want you to know you have ruined movies for me. <laughs> and I kind of chuckled, but I realized she was serious. She was upset, and she wanted an apology out of me that I did not give. You have ruined movies, because now I can't just watch a movie. Now I'm asking, what is the meaning? What is the message? What does this mean for me? And the pressure that is overwhelming, and I said, isn't that great? And she didn't know what to do with me, so eventually she walked away. That happens a lot. Let it be ruined. Because I'm here going back from this. When you recognize that you are a child of God, there is no going back. When you recognize that the things you do are the product of Christ out picturing in the world, that's a big deal and there's no going back. You are more than what people think of you. I that that's okay if you want to grow. Decide that you are the hero of the story if you want to grow. Shakespeare talks about this. And he says, there's something important about being, what he says, exempt from public I'm not going to be the kind of person who lets life tell me. I'm not going to be lived on the basis of how other people evaluate me. And if you decide to be exempt from public haunt, you'll receive inspiration from all over the place. And yeah, it's true. You can't... You can't ever go back, but that's good. Or as Shakespeare says, in this our life, exempt from public haunt, we find tongues in trees, we find books in the running brook, sermons in stones, and we find good in everything. I would not change it. I would not change it. There is good in everything when you decide to get out of the way of something. The story begins when you recognize that there are signs right where you are because where you are, God is. Where you are, Christmas begins in the manger of your heart. Where you are, you don't have to be afraid. And It's time for Christmas to start. It's time to be free because after all, freedom is a choice. Thank you very much. Hey, this is Dieter Randolph, and I just want to thank you for listening along to the services and being a part of this extended church family. I love the idea that it's not something that's bound by a particular physical location, although I want you to know that you're always welcome to come join us. Our street address is 1000 3rd Street South in St. Petersburg, Florida. It's an amazing thing to be a part of this physical community. But one way or another, I want you to know that you're part of a larger family. And this meaning series that we're working on has to do with finding out what really matters in your life and making a life that matters for everybody. So with that in mind, there's all kinds of things that I want you to know about. There's all kinds of things to try and do that's going to make a difference in your life. And to find out more about the different homework and kind of things that we have going on, please find us on the web at waterandstonechurch.com. That's waterandstonechurch.com, all spelled out. And you can find uh, our address, service times, links to all kinds of things that we're doing, and most importantly, links to find us on all kinds of social media. We'll be posting a lot of movies and things on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. You can subscribe to our newsletter, all of that. The two big important links are, once again, waterandstonechurch.com and at Waterstone Min, M-I-N, at Waterstone Min. That's where we are on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. So find us in those places. We'll be looking for you.